Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash SOP for your free audiobook download. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash SOP, as in serially obsessed podcast, for your free audiobook download. And this is another episode of Serially Obsessed. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the show. I'm Daisy Rosario. I'm Dipti Sarawit. I'm Layla Carrillo. And we are here to talk to you about cereal, which, my goodness, guys, we have reached the end of cereal itself. And I don't know how about, about you, but my goodness, no matter what, my goodness. But before we jump into it, we do have another sponsor that we want to acknowledge, and that is Warby Parker, which is really exciting because I don't know about you, but all of my friends use Warby Parker. Warby Parker, if you're not familiar, is a eyeglass company. They make beautiful glasses and they were founded with the idea that they would take a rebellious spirit and a very ambitious objective that they would take boutique quality, classically crafted eyewear and make it at a price point that was unbelievable and easy to afford. They have all kinds of glasses that are available exclusively through their website, Warby Parker, and they have showrooms and the glasses start at like $95. It's kind of amazing the quality of the glasses that you can get for such an incredibly low price. Their whole philosophy is that like glasses shouldn't cost as much as say, I don't know, an iPhone or an Android phone if you're into Samsungs or whatever it is. But prescription glasses start at $95 and that includes the lenses. Their titanium collection starts at $145. So if you want to go high end, it's still not too crazy. And the thing about Warby Parker is that they make buying glasses online easy and they take out the risk. They have an at-home try-on program that allows customers to order five pairs of glasses. They'll ship them directly to you and you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. You can post pictures to Facebook or Instagram. You can ask friends what you think, which ones should I keep? Which ones are the best ones? You decide, you have those five days, you decide what you wanna do and then you can send them back using prepaid return shipping label. There's no obligation to purchase. So it's a really cool company and if you're looking for a new look, I mean, what is an easier way to do that? To them, glasses are a fashion accessory, like a bag or a shoe or something like that. It's really, really cool, and they make it all super fun and easy. So you can look at all kinds of variations. You can decide what you want. And the best way to check that out is to go to the link that is specific to our show, which is warbyparker.com forward slash SOP, as in Serially Obsessed Podcast. That's warbyparker.com forward slash SOP. And guys, like we said, it's like a whole new concept in how to buy glasses. So we highly recommend it if you're like us and you like some fashion, some style, but you don't want to spend a ton of money. Warby Parker is the place for you guys to check out because they are awesome. Also, I uh, just like you to know that this is Dipti. I wear Warby Parkers <laughs> and so do many of my friends. I love their frames. I've seen all the selection. Uh, I recommend them highly. I think that I look pretty cool in mine. And uh, but if you if you don't want cool and hip, they have more classic styles as well. So they have everything in between. Go to, so definitely go to www.warbyparker.com forward slash sop. And if you do that, you will get a free three day shipping on your final frame choice. So take advantage of that, guys. It'll be great. Yeah, little known fun fact. Often while we were recording this podcast, there is a Warby Parker case on the table. On the table. Because Dipti really does wear Warby Parker. <laughs> I do. So check out warbyparker.com forward slash SOP yeah. to check that out. Thank you guys so much to Warby Parker. They are a wonderful company. Yeah, we hope you thank check you, Warby. Out. Glasses are expensive, but they don't have to be. Do not so. have to be. So let's get into our immediate reactions. You can't talk about a finale like we're talking about cereal tonight. You can't talk about a finale without thinking... Well, gosh, how did that make me feel? And that definitely seems to be what was going on online with a lot of people was, well, this is how I feel about what happened. How'd you guys feel? Layla, why don't you go I, first? You know what? Honestly, I feel like I did not, uh, I was not surprised by the ending. I was just like, this is the ending that, I will tell you exactly how I feel about the ending. And that is my same feeling about death. And that is, oh, this is a thing that, this is a thing that is going to happen and it is sad, but it is a reality and now it has occurred and we will deal with it how we will deal with it and we will move on. This is right. a sad reality that has occurred and we will move on. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Dip? Um, my reaction? Adnan did it. Okay, wait, that's not a reaction wait a to that's the like a whole show. Thing. That is an intense. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. I did it. I did it. Okay. 
with a huge asterisk next to that, of course. I'll get into that. And my reaction having to say was, this is also what I saw coming. And just to give you an idea, if for some reason you were starting with this episode of Serially Obsessed with your as your first episode. Which is, why would you do that? This is bizarre, why, guys. Why um, would you do that? But part of the reason that that's my reaction is because I'm a public radio producer and I felt like the writing that she was doing was, this is where it was taking us. That's honestly my reaction. That's part of why we do the podcast that we do is because we all have these different point of, points of view. And for me, listening to it, I was like... This is pretty much what I expected. expected. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? why I'm saying it's like a death. It's like there's no surprise here. Everyone's gonna die. We're all dying. We're all dying all the time. Guys, I'm a nihilist now as a result oh, of this show. Wow. Just kidding. I think I've always we have been no this feelings. Way. We care about nothing. I have no feelings. <laughs> but Dipti, what's your background? I am a former criminal prosecutor, and I loved looking at serial through the lens of the law, especially criminal law, obviously. And also, it factored in the fact that I'm a South Asian child of immigrant parents. And I, I did think a lot about that because Adnan was a Pakistani-American. Absolutely. Immigrant from, yeah. And Layla, in addition to being a nihilist, yeah. how would you describe yourself? I'm a general critic of things. I, uh, I, yeah, I just, I like to, especially media stuff, I like to consume it. I like to unpackage it see what you know how we're going to consume this as an audience and how our lives will change as a result of consuming other things as a result of this stuff and in general i am skeptical of human beings and what is truth and all that stuff but you do believe that this is a death i do i do i feel like this is a yeah it's like okay well now this is of course what happens next So those are kind of our off-the-cuff initial reactions to the episode because God knows that's what you saw online, like status updates. I actually think people were trying to be really polite. People were trying to post kind of vague things to the internet. Surprisingly, my feed was not like, oh, crazy, I'm frustrated because I think a lot of people have already come to terms with the fact that she wasn't going to straight up say yay or nay. Absolutely. But before we start breaking down the specific episode, we do want to thank... One other sponsor. Yeah, we want to thank our sponsor, Audible. Um, so Audible, you guys know it. It's the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming. They've got a bunch of content, you guys. Um, just thousands upon thousands of different audiobooks. You can listen to it on the go, just like you listen to this podcast, at the gym, in your car, on the train, wherever you are. You can listen to uh, any audiobook that you choose, and um, you can get a free audiobook when you download, uh, when you sign up for a free trial. So um, go ahead and do that, you guys. What is keeping you? All you need to do is go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash SOP, as in Serially Obsessed Podcast, Um, and yeah, get your free audiobook. You guys, there's a thousand options out there but do you guys have any more suggestions <laughs> for people thousands and thousands, and thousands, of, thousands of, options. of options but what would be the best thing to fill the void of yeah cereal? right you won't have cereal going into your ears so you might as well put an audiobook in there i highly recommend if you're going to download something from audible why not check out in cold blood oh in cold blood if school. you are not familiar is the truman capote classic where it's like one of the first real true crime narrative nonfiction masterpieces. It was the serial of the book world. It, yeah, it was the serial of the book world, and it was unbelievable. It's the kind of thing that when I listened to it, my reaction was very similar to serial. I kept being like, okay, what do I have to do in my day to finish everything up so I can get back to listening to this? So right. if you are jonesing for something now that serial is over, hey, you've got us to check out. But after that, you know, download something from Audible. I highly recommend checking out In Cold Blood. It is a classic. You will also be caught up for parties to say that, oh, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> familiar with the work of Capote. Right. Um, but it's going to have you set up really well. So you can do that at audiblepodcast.com forward slash SOP. So definitely check that out because you will not get that free audiobook download. If you just go to the website, you got to use that link. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. Audible, you're great. Oh, guys. man. Guys. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, you know what? I will say this. I was very excited about finally hearing, not directly from, but Don. about Cool Guy Don. Cool yeah. Guy Don cool from Let's Crafters. Crafters. 
whose mom also works at Lens Crafters. Yeah, which that's I really a family like. affair. It's a family affair. Did not know that. That no made idea. me question his Was he actually alibi. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because sure. they say that it was so rock solid. However, yes, he can punch in and punch out at certain times. But so could his mom. Right. I guarantee you that it was one of those punch cards where you literally like grab the you ticket. swipe and like whatever. Not even yeah. swipe. I mean, oh, we're yeah, talking like 90s. They're not it's, swiping. Like, it's probably like an actual like mm-hmm. time punch it's like card. like a chunk noise. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Absolutely. So I, I can't speculate so much on whether of Don did it or not, not no. but... I just don't find, based on what we were given, that it's so solid. Right. And also, guys, I don't understand. A girl goes missing. No one fucking calls. No one calls. No one calls. Which was it's really interesting that they the had that part in common. The two guys that date her and supposedly love her do not call. Fishy. Men are scum. I'm out. <laughs> Seriously. I'm out. They just don't call. Like, they don't try. Because that, to me, was always something that looked super fishy for Adnan. But the fact that Don Don also didn't. Now, Don was definitely more suspicious of how he would be taken in. Although, I have to say, to give credence to that, I also did read online that a lot of people in Don's family are police officers. And so he would have a better understanding of that if that's true. Now, on the actual episode of Serial, SK says, like, well, you know, he's a little older, on 17, he doesn't know as much. But right. the fact that they both didn't call definitely made me take less weight off of the fact that Adnan hadn't called. Because right. that was big to me. Oh, that didn't take less weight off for me. But I still, I'm just, I I don't know. Don could have done it, but I... I just, I, like, I'm like, just why? infuriated that no one called. If either of you girls went missing, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm, call, I'm calling. Yeah. Like, and I don't fuck you guys. Right. <laughs> we no. just, we, you know, we hang out. We have a great time. We do this podcast. Yeah. I would call you. Yeah. I will say this. A few months ago, there was, like, a big event where a bunch of my coworkers all went to, and one person didn't show up, and we had texted him and emailed him, like... We emailed him in case his phone had been dead or something, going, right. hey, we're worried that you're not here. And when he didn't answer, by that night, we were all thinking, like, oh, my God, is he dead? And right. all the women he? at the company were trying to reach him. But to be fair, that's this year. It was very different in 99. There's no texting, really. No, there's no texting, but it's not just um, about the texting. It's, it's like, we literally sent him a message that said... You have email on your smartphone now. That didn't exist then. So. Right, but, I mean, all that stuff is besides the point. Like, it's just, like... We were worried in the immediacy because he hadn't answered those things right away. But when we did try to contact him, it was very much like, hey, we're worried. Like, we had kind of laid out straight away that right. we were worried. And when he didn't respond to that, we yeah. were like, The technology is different, but the concern is the, the same. The concern is yeah. the same. And it took and, and everybody immediately was on board. So the fact that these two guys who were so intimately involved with this person both were like, meh. Right. She's missing... I'm gonna finish my shift at Lenscrafters yeah, or whatever. It's just like it's so, especially okay. Fine, maybe I'll give Don a little bit of a pass because they'd only been dating for thirteen days. Thirteen days. Oh wait, 13 but no, don't give him a pass days. because they were in. He said literally, "I loved her." And ugh, yeah, whatever. but I think a lot of that. I think she a lot of that is. Good. I think a lot of that is also tainted by the fact that she, you know, they were she dating died. for thirteen days. She had chased him. Rather assertively, which go girl. Um, I I got from that that Hay was a baller, a and little bit. She, she was literally a baller in the sense that she was a student athlete who was <laughs> featured on a local news broadcast like that, day. that day. Quite literally. Did a anybody baller. else feel like that was weird? Like, how have we not heard about the fact that I the local it. news was reporting on her that day? I saw that. I saw. Um, there's the footage is out there. Yeah. Oh wow. But um, it it just made me think. Wow, Hay and Adnan must have been a force of nature. At that school. Oh my god. Because she was... He was charming. A, she was charming. Yeah. Right. The seas must have parted when they walked through the halls. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but can we jump back? Because before we meet Don, we have what is probably my oh, favorite right. moment of the episode. And a ballsy and wonderful move on SK's part. Which huh. is not I, only to acknowledge the doubt about whether or not she has an ending, but to have Adnan, of all people, call her out on that. Yeah. I thought that was... Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. It was so funny. Well, you, you don't, don't really, really have, have no an ending? ending to this, do you? And she's like, what? Like, of course no, I have an ending. I like that she also sort of played it off like, I have an ending. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come up with an ending, Adnan. <laughs> like, oh, and then, and then, and then tape cut. She's like, oh, uh, I don't know. Really <laughs> like, and to I was, be perfectly honest, you guys, I don't have an yeah, ending. Yeah. And I thought, oh, they're both 
screwing with each other. <laughs> like totally that kind of solidifies it. They right. were both because let's doing not that. forget that in the beginning of the phone call, she's like, "I just want to know what you were doing that like, day. Ugh, can't just, you remember? Can't you just still? Like, what were you doing? Something. What were you doing? Like." <laughs> Sorry to bring it up, but do you well, you got no ending? Like it's so funny. I mean, it's just so great. The funniest thing because yeah. one, you know, she had to acknowledge that in general, and then two, for a true crime story, <laughs> the funniest person that you could choose in yeah. terms of dark humor yep. to relay that idea is the person that is probably the murderer. I mean, that's yeah. just hilarious. That's that's a that's a serial season one highlight for me. Definite yeah. highlight. Yeah, highlight. absolutely. But yeah, I definitely like kind of squealed a bit when I heard we're talking to Don. Oh, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, stuff. I mean, we never heard his voice, but we heard from him. Yeah, finally. And you could tell from the way that she was. She was definitely quoting him verbatim because sure. she had all kind of weird vocal like ticks and inconsistent sentences, which are very literally how people talk. So she was kind of giving us the play by play of exactly what he said. And he also sounded like he didn't think Adnan did it. Like he also sounded like, yeah, Adnan right. sound like a nice guy. Right. Uh, well, the last takeaway that I have from the whole Don thing is how uh, he was telling SK that the prosecution totally, literally yelled at him. Oh, twice. After his testimony. Right. Yurik. And uh, I don't know if it was SK who questioned it or someone in the universe questioned, why would you do that? And it's obvious. The prosecution wanted to nail Adnan. And is that obvious to, to oh, you as a lawyer? No, I'm sorry. The... The universe, or SK, I can't remember who it was, was asking, why put Don on anyways then? And you have to oh, put I Don see. on mm-hmm. to remove doubt. Right, Because right. everyone's like, what about the current boyfriend? Oh, so absolutely. So of course yeah. you're going to put him on. I didn't think that that was a question. And that's just a logical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not like an expert thing. You you want him on. And, but the fact that they yelled at him so badly, I wonder if he was prepped in a certain way. Right. I mean, it looks like they wanted him to be make Adnan sound creepy. Creepy. Yeah, but, so I, who knows? I mean, maybe they did prep but him maybe, to want to say something like that and then he just chose not to because he had met him and was like, was like this, this guy is what really happened. I think it's possible that they could have prepped him to be incensed and to act incensed and then it, when he was on the stand he just may not have and they're like fuck happened to what right. we prepared. You were supposed to do it this way. Yeah, exactly. And so mm-hmm. it could be either way but all that tells me my takeaway is that the prosecution was 100% obviously about nailing the defendant but it was, they, they would go to all ends and lengths. Like, if this person's saying, I don't know, he's nice, uh, don't yell at him afterwards. Just say thank you. Yeah, that's and weird. Get, and get out of my face, but don't yell at him. Thank the person for being a witness for you. Yeah. And don't yell at them. I just think that, I mean, you can yell at a witness if they <laughs> flip on you, which totally happens, or right. they say something different. It looks like in this case he did sort of flip in some yeah, way. Yeah, in some right? way he must he, have. Yeah, um, he, like in he some didn't way he give them the ultimately what they wanted yes. from him, which yeah. they have thought they were going to get. Right. right. So, anyways, that's all I have about Don. I mean, there's so much more to talk about in this episode. Well, uh, the one last thing about Don though is the note that comes up. I don't want us to oh, yeah. the note. Oh yeah, the note because that's that is weird. Like it's like. This note that's like, sorry, I couldn't stay. And, you know, they're like, oh, maybe she was going to leave it on his car. I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, she might have been planning to leave it on his car or or literally just walk in and give him a kiss and hand it to him and run back out because she had so many things to do. So it wasn't that crazy, but it is interesting to go, wow, you can definitely kind of confirm that this note was written on that day. Sure. And which then led me down a weird, dark rabbit hole of like, and I'm sure he doesn't see it this way, but... God, that's got to suck to think that your girlfriend was like, hey, yeah. I want to go to school tomorrow. I want to stay here with you and like hang ugh, out. Ugh. And you're just like, no, go to school. You I have no idea that you're going to get murdered. And then murdered. you get murdered. Hmm. I, I thought that too. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel Yuck. like initially guilt, guilt, I, guilt. I would go through racks of guilt. Just yeah. Like, oh, fuck. I'm I should have sure just go to what it should have, man. Totally. Like, it's yeah. like it hurts. Totally. Don, if you didn't do it, it's okay. You didn't know. Yeah. Ugh. But I'm glad that Don... You were good. You told her to stay in school and go to class. Yeah. That's a good choice. That is a good boyfriend move. You know, <laughs> not knowing that she's going to get murdered that day, that's a good move. Right. Yeah. Not calling her because she was missing, bad boyfriend move. Absolutely. So you can give us $300 for that therapy session just now. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, we meet 
Jay's friend Josh. Yeah. Jay's wow. friend Josh. Yeah. Josh. Hey, Josh. Boy, did Josh come out of nowhere. Here's the other thing. I don't care about Josh. Josh, yeah, Josh's, like, voice and stuff and, like, how he sounded Mm -hmm. didn't, to me, also match the kind of things he was saying. Like, he was like, oh, Jay wasn't really a tough guy. And I was like, you don't sound like a tough guy either, Josh. Josh was one of those guys where I'm like, ugh, SK, you could have put this guy in the last episode where you threw in all those other guys that were like, hey, let me tell you about these interesting anecdotal pieces of evidence that don't really ultimately matter. Totally. So what are you feeling about Josh, Tip? Uh, Josh was, that was one of the most fascinating conversations for me. Wow. Yeah. I kind of zoned out during it and had to wow. rewind because that's how much I didn't. Yeah. Why did you find it so I fascinating? I want to hear what your fascination was about Joshy. I mean, I made sure I listened to it and I heard every word, but I had to go back and do that because I was not compelled. Okay. So he talked about Jay's reactions. Jay's, uh how Jay was behaving the night the cops came and in the weeks prior about bragging about killing Hay and all that stuff. Now, certainly in my head, I thought maybe Jay called Josh and said, Hey, if you talk to SK, say this, please. Certainly. Who knows? We don't know anything. Right. But if it's true that Jay was flipping out that night with that empty van or that van filled with those cool people, people across the street. What he meant to say was Pakistanis. <laughs> um, that is huge. And goes into a theory that I will talk about more towards the end or else we're going to get on too many tangents right now. But, uh, oh, man, okay. I kind of want to hear the theory now. I know, right? But it also, well, one of the things that I thought on my own is that a little far-fetched theory about the cops were playing dirty and the cops were framing Jay and Adnan. If that's true, those cops could have been in the van. And and they could have been watching to make sure that Jay did come out and properly talk to the cops because he was scared. And it, yeah. he could have it could have been them. Or it could have been a whole other group of people, which I'm gonna save it for later, guys. I'm sorry, but just I wanna hear card. Yeah. Um but Playing that SK card with the rubber stamp from the last episode and see what you're doing. I'm going to put my rubber stamp on it that says, come back later. (laughs) Get that rubber stamp My cartoon rubber Uh, stamp. The fact that he said Jay got more and more spooked as time went on, I don't take that with a grain of salt. I think that's very interesting that as the stakes kept growing for Jay and he went from maybe, because again, what do we know, but maybe kind of bragging about it to, oh my God, I'm screwed. Or maybe... His Stephanie was screwed or something, someone outside of him. Or maybe I thought Jay and Adnan ordered the hit together. And Who did they get this hit? Like who got, who did this hit? Maybe. Who did they get? Well, I don't think really that a West Side Hitman existed. Oh, the West think, Side Hitman. I think that's West a boogeyman. Yeah. I think that was like, that was made up. The ghost of Leakin Park. But it, it did make me think that there was, uh, if there was, if they ordered a hit, it, if they ordered a if Adnan ordered I a hit. I giggle every time you say order a hit because that is how absurd that part of it sounds. I know, but just And I'm me also out. just thinking of like pizza. I'm like, oh, they're what? ordering, I don't know, I'm just ordering a something just immediately makes like me think about delivery. To like I'm fat, order a hit. sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you'd need more power, but if they ordered a hit. Um, Jay had to help execute it. They were all involved. I don't know. Someone in that van had something to do with all this, and they got into some tangled mess. But <laughs> there is one theory, guys. <laughs> but overall, all, my biggest takeaway was that Jay was freaking mm-hmm. the hell right. out that night in a way that is different than what we've heard before. From, okay. Forget all my theories about right. a hit, but... He was freaked out. I well, believe that. Well, I don't know that it's different as much as it does underline stuff that we've heard before in that, you know, the idea of, like, Jay being nervous that Adnan was threatening Stephanie. So it definitely right. highlights that. Right. So it's not that I and found I it think... boring as much as I was kind of like, yeah, sure. Right. I could see that. I mean, it didn't give me... I don't know that it gave me that much pause because, yeah, I think we've already sort of been aware that Jay wasn't, like, all cool and collected, really, as a, like, post the event's that took place, right? Or that may or may not have taken place. Well, but also I think that having it be revealed that he was so nervous to me is like, well, then obviously he would have been more uh, willing to take 
a like uh, some sort of deal with mm-hmm. the cops. Mm-hmm. Like go on the stand and say this because this is the stuff that we this is the evidence that we have. Right. And we're trying to put the pieces together so that it makes this shape and you have to help us. And you better say this. And if you help us, we can and help you. You help us, we and, can help you. And he just forgets his story. Okay, you know what? Now is a good time to talk about this theory. That's, yeah, that's dude, kind of what God. we were saying the whole time. So what is the I theory? I wanted to save it. It For was what? on Reddit. I'm crediting Billy of Haley and Britt's brother-in-law, Billy. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but let's go with it. It doesn't matter. I just want to give him credit. Uh, so he knows. I don't even know if he listens to this podcast. But, um... There was a very interesting theory on Reddit, which I can also debunk in my head as well. But it's that there was a drug deal gone bad. Jay was having a drug deal uh, after school. Now, the fact that it would be near a school is absurd. You don't deal drugs near a school. You're... These guys are teenagers and they're dumb. They're already yeah. smoking pot in school. I, I mean, guarantee they purposely it. had to like double or triple the fines in New York near schools for that reason. Right. And that was recent. So, But anyways, so drug deal gone bad. Jay was getting the drugs. Hey sees Adnan's car. Says, oh, Adnan asked me for a ride. What's he doing there? Goes, see drug deal going bad. Big men murder Hay because she saw something. Jay is there. Jay has to help bury the body. And they're like, you're going to blame Adnan. Or Adnan was involved too. Maybe Adnan was there as well. And so it's, and the reason why all the stories are messed up and they don't know anything and there's lies after lies after lies is that these, these are bigger drug dealers and they will kill Adnan's family or kill Steph and they have so much more at stake. Right. And that theory, if it were true, just explains a lot of holes. That theory sounds bananas. Me, but I, I just, but here's the thing. I don't think that that deal was going down right in front of the school in broad daylight. And then they strangled hay right there. That's why I think, eh, no, but it is, it does show why Jay and Anon won't rat on each other because it has to do with people bigger Bigger than than them them. who can come after their loved ones or something like that, especially if they were willing to kill hay. With bare hands, which is a even, it's not just like a, a whack. Right. If we're going to have a soprano. So. A whack. I know. <laughs> All you're talking about a hit, now a you're hit, throwing out a whack. whack. Like, we're getting real into we're mafia stuff We're going away here. from the wire and up to New Jersey in yeah. Sopranos country. <laughs> we're going away from the reality of teenagers and well into mafia territory. Yes. And the and the only other theory. I mean, Jay this... did work at a porn store that's close oh to the bottom. Oh my god! It's like, like a pork store. <laughs> it's like a porn store. A pork store. It's only one letter difference. Pork. Who knows what it means? Yes. And then there there is the final theory of. Um, Oh, the oh, stepping Jesus. out. Stepping out on each other. Is it that one? Well, with Jay and Adnan mm-hmm. having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Um, by the way, Daisy, yes. I, sent I came Dip. up with that. Yeah, and I sent Dip yesterday some, like, a, like a comic that's like a slash fiction. On Funny or Die. That's on Funny or Die. I think it's on Funny or Die. With my theory drawn out in cartoons. <laughs> I'm actually... just saying, I think that I came up with it first. <laughs> Look... And I've seen people online talk about it, and I'm I didn't gonna, get that from anyone I, else. I don't know that I believe the suburban malaise. I don't. I definitely don't believe the totes. These this, are all things that Dipti has claimed these are to all have things created that Dipti, before other people. Right. If the patent office worked in a certain way, Dipti would be She'd standing be like, outside I of it all day long. For totally. I Again, came up with suburban malaise. I've Jessica. I'm in a totes. I soon adopted it. But you were but, but you were there. You were there I when I brought it up invented. and down the East Coast. I will tell you this, though. I, granted, was not online a lot. But but I think your gay you. theory was the first time yeah. I had ever thank heard you, or seen or thought about it at all. And then I was and, like, oh, And I didn't... Layla and Daisy do not like to give me credit for inventing <laughs> things. Sadly, I can't say that you were the first person who brought that up that I saw. But I saw it online before I heard you say it. I mean, you might have thought it in your head before you told it to me and before I saw it online, but I did see somebody else mention that online, but I also gave it, like, no credence. The world group mind is a wonderful, weird thing. It's in the zeitgeist. It's in the zeitgeist. The gay Jay and Adnan theory is in the (laughs) zeitgeist. Look, I mean, slash fiction is a tale as old as time. Or Star Trek. Is it? Yeah, sure. 
I, it goes as far back as Star Trek. I honestly didn't even know what slash fiction was to the point where I recently went to a show that was all about slash fiction and I had no idea what it was going to be about. Oh. And I bought the tickets myself. And then me and my friend that I was there with were both like, he was like, what? did you not know what this was? And I was like, no, I no. didn't at all. And were you <laughs> so, not delighted? I was... Uh, I mean, like, I enjoyed with... very much there what was go. performed. Sure. It was a little awkward, of but course. hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, slash fiction. Let's slash go to the Nisha call. Oh. <laughs> 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 the Nisha call. Is that important? As we said it was. Uh, Nisha Let's call. Move on. Not as important. <laughs> well, you know what? We spent so much time on the Nisha call. The Nisha call. The Nisha call. It's the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But I do appreciate the depths to which they looked into so it. The fine print. The okay. fine print. Dana went down to the AT&T. And there wasn't even a sale, a sale on shrimp there that day. There, there was, was no sale on shrimp. actual paperwork. My, my other favorite line. Line. They're like it was like the Mad Hatter. What news do you bring? Yeah, that, that was a you great guys line. are fun and funny. I like yeah. you. No, they were lovely. Yeah, I mean, I like picturing the fact that you know they're recording that, so they're sitting around a mic, similar to how we are sitting around a mic, and they're doing it in probably a very lovely studio, and we are in a very lovely, lovely. place as yeah. well. But yeah, it was funny to just kind of hear them talk about that. Like, yeah, nobody. It seems like nobody's gone down there, and I don't know if. Uh, well, Dipsy, I imagine you have probably had some experience yeah. with this, but. Having to go get court documents, which I've had to do for reporting purposes, is always a bizarre. It's like you have to mentally downgrade your technology, yep. like your technology, your yep. technology understanding. Right. Like you go down there and you're like, oh, oh, we're working with this old technology. Yeah. Sure. So it is exactly how I picture it in my mind, yes. where you're just basically like Scrooge McDuck inside a sea of bankers' boxes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just sure. not fun. Like people. Some people must have been murdered in those areas. <laughs> and they never figure it out. And they, and they were just rotting for like a few weeks. And then someone smelled it and then found the body. Because Another it is that unsolved crime. <laughs> More unsolved crimes. More unsolved crimes <laughs> in it's the creepy. library rooms. So essentially, all you really need to know about the Nisha call is that it really could have been a butt dial. Right. Right. And that's all. We, it's neither here nor there. there. That's it. We can't. And Sarah explains this well. She says, well, since it's neither here nor there, we have to take it out of our mind in that file against Adnan. Right. So exactly. let's just take it out. Great. So now we have another hole. But thank, you. But thank you for <laughs> investigating that hard because that yeah. was a lot of work. And yeah. it, it goes to show how hard the whole team was it's really reporting yeah. the story. And the fact that she says 99% of the things I can't even tell you, she is only telling us. The, the stuff that she, she can concrete sort of... Back up. Yeah. Yeah. And so... That are outside well, of her feelings. And in that yes, vein, sure. without going way off on a tangent about it, but the fact that they got the blueprints of the Best Buy, yeah. and there's like a rectangle that says payphone right. and the vestibule, it's like... Right. Yeah, man, they were digging. Like, if you didn't doubt whether or not... The, if you, like, were not sure, like, how much are they actually reporting this... I think those yeah. details really like drive Absolutely. home how intensely they were digging into this. Yeah, mm -hmm. and but I think it also brings up an interesting point that like, again, my suspicion is that in the real world, no one has this much time to go correct digging into these little alleys for additional stuff. It's like okay, do you have a phone in the Best Buy? We don't care if it's in the parking lot or in the lobby. It's somewhere. It's in there. The phone was there somewhere. Moving on. This like, is the time that donations and MailChimp can buy you. MailChimp. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is what that buys you. So we went back to the call log, and uh, I thought about the call log a little differently okay. this time. Uh, after pretty much the whole series up to this point, I wanted to just throw that all out. Like, mm -hmm. they were... Just punt it. They're Get just it out of the punt way. it. You're, the entire call log. You're lying. Like, ev everyone's lying. There's this call log. We can't explain it. I'm just... I guess I'll think about psychology now. I don't know. Like, I'm just frustrated. But the more I thought about it, this is why... And not specifically because of where the calls were at every point. But this is how it led me down ultimately to the path of... Barring these other ridiculous theories that I sort of believe, not the gay sex one, but like <laughs> the other ones, um, certainly I have. I think they're very plausible. Adnan did it for me, and it's the, the, this call log. You just you 
can't explain otherwise. If right. your phone, she said it was on the west side at 12.07 p.m. in Ellicott City. And at 12.41, it's in the east side in Baltimore City. Apparently, those are far apart. And if you look at that time difference, that is far apart. Mm-hmm. And, and Adnan will provide one explanation for that. He can't say, Jay had my phone. Or he can't, he can't, he just says, I don't know. Or he gives some reason that is just like, well, this is what would have been happening. And he's just so not definitive. Maybe because it was the last episode and I was just about to erupt in my head. Yeah. I, I kept leaning more and more towards, I'm sick and tired of your lies. Right. <laughs> somebody tell me the and truth. I'm sick of Jay's lies. I'm sick of Adnan's lies. They're both involved in this murder. Right. And if mm-hmm. you want to talk about in the court we of law... We all become, like, frustrated police detectives. Like, no one tells the truth. Like everyone lies. Yeah. And she said at the end, she's like, I just want to, like, shake everybody in. Just the facts. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you can't... These are such different places. And you can't account for your phone, which you do. Okay. A phone in 1999. Let's just talk about the phone for half a second. Cause, and I feel like maybe we've mentioned this in another podcast. Maybe we haven't. I don't know gives their cell phone to someone for just like a day a half a day like i, I don't i don't get that i you feel just, like it could you just be get a, a shiny toy but he just got this phone yeah, yeah. I, for me yeah. i'd be like hey i have this brand new at&t phone or whatever i like, had that same phone he had I, it was my life you just go and take like i want to play snake for a good portion of the day <laughs> i'm not giving you my phone well, i don't know if they Classic. had games on it yeah they did they probably did in the 90s they definitely had snake on there I can't remember. It's not even the nineties. It's the last year of the nineties. It's 90s. the last year of the nineties, yeah. right? But there's anyways, snake on there. Yeah, you're not snake gonna. Is on there. You're not gonna give someone your phone to give and then, to get a present for And also for your car to a person that's not even your close friend. Yeah, and that that just. But I do me. still think there's that whole back and forth of like, were they closer than they let on? And I do feel like that's probably that true is a because good we point. did have. You know, a couple other people saying, no, I, I always thought of them as being together and he dropped them off every day. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I definitely feel right. like some of that language of them being like, oh, we weren't that close. We were just probably like just pals. trying to put space in between it. Sure. I don't find it terribly crazy in a way that he would hand off his phone just in the sense like I remember phones being a big deal, but I also remember like not being at all allowed to use them or take them out when they first came out because it was like they were even more strict about it then. You weren't as was, attached then right, as you are like, now. Because it didn't do as much. Everyone right. used landlines. It didn't do as much and you were not allowed to take it out in school because I can remember like beepers and stuff like yeah. when those things existed it was very like at least where I was it was So like, if he's in school during the day it's right. not that crazy. If he handed just, it off like at night when he was just out that'd be one thing but if, right. if we're just talking about the hours where he would be at school theoretically like yeah, it's not the absolute craziest because I then just think it's, it's him a little being able weird. to pick up a payphone sure. and call directly. I mean, you to the bring person. up a really great point because I think that's true. I mean, if he is in school, he's not using his phone. It's like fine, I'm not using this right now. You take it. But minutes, man. But minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, right. It's like I don't know what, who I don't yeah. know who you're calling. You're accidentally butt dialing Nisha like that. That <laughs> ended up getting charged. Yeah, it was like a, hey, that's a lot of money. That's my, I mean, two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two yeah. minutes. Um, um, but also like the car, I mean, I don't know, this again might be a personal thing, but I still have like weird anxiety about even having someone use my vehicle. I think or, I, like, I, I borrowed a lot of people's cars. Oh. So like I get that, but at the same time, yes. some people are much freer with that. Exactly. I borrowed a lot of cars. I think in high school that would probably happen more. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah. I think but, that's why I said like, I think it's more of a personal thing. Like, blah, no. Sarah underlines the significance of this well though for me. It doesn't exactly matter what they were doing at those specific times because Hay was alive and in school. Right. But the fact that they're so shady about it means, why are you being so shady? What why are you, are you to? both being well, so shady? Well, to me, definitely, I think she mentioned that, like, one of those locations when she, when they're talking about, like, the locations they could have been and the sheer amount mm-hmm. of, like, places they would have passed, it definitely sounds like they were probably picking up drugs at the yes. very least. So I could see one at that point, be, exactly, being... On the same page of what well, we can't talk about going to get drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So I But do one of them is already in jail. So what difference does it make? Well, At now, this point, like, yeah. someone is going away for life. So why don't you just say we were looking for weed? We were looking for weed. What if uh, they were looking for cocaine? Oh. Get the party oh. started. Tier two. That's tier two. <laughs> tier two. That gateway drug that changes everything. Mm-hmm. They went through the gate. Um, so here's yeah. the, the next big one yeah. that they spent a lot of time on. 
is the 3.21 p.m. call to Jen's house. And there's... Oh, she, yeah. She right. breaks Why would he call if he's yeah. in the house? She breaks that down really well. The call is coming inside the house. Is this Scream? Or like, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, It is a classic horror film, but it's not Scream. Um, I don't even think we need to go through every single aspect of it. It does get confusing. I did map it out, but I can't read my handwriting right now. <laughs> um, she had a Carrie Homeland moment on her legal pad. But uh, essentially... Jen and Jay's story changes at different interviews, at testimony, at all these different times, and none of what they're saying makes sense. They don't corroborate each other. They, mm-hmm. they're, and but Jay even said in a past episode that him and Jen were trying to get their story straight because they knew that they were messing it up. Right. Because they had thought something different or they were scared of Adnan right. or something like right. that. I mean, I could see them trying to get their stories and on the same page, being really close friends, and if she really believes he didn't do it, but is like sure. worried that they're going to be implicated. Like, I could see that. Uh, but I, I like the part where they're saying, but if Jay had the, the purpose is that Jay had the phone, so why would she, he be called on the landline at Jen's, da, da, da. and then Sarah really quietly says, Adnan had the phone. It was like a and then horror it's like, movie. Who moment. has the phone? Button, button. Who has the button? No one knows who has the phone. Where's this poor, this poor phone? This phone. This phone is the true victim. I'm <laughs> just being this episode. tossed yeah. around all willy nilly. Nobody's no one, caring. No one's for caring this about phone. their phone. Think about people's iPhones now. People get that shit engraved. Oh yeah, that's. The so no- I'm assuming he has like a Nokia phone, or I think it at some point, yeah, it's like a Nokia or classic like a Nokia. Classic, classic I Nokia phone. phone. Very uh, long lasting phone. You can drop it, you can do whatever. That phone, oh, yeah. that phone, you could murder somebody and marry somebody <laughs> and take it yeah. through an incredibly uh, unbelievable tale of the day, and that phone is still going to survive. That phone was solid. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'll. My huge takeaway from this whole segment that was super interesting, and I liked hearing the breakdown, how none of it made sense, this, that, blah, 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 was Jay and Adnan are huge, fat liars. Which is where Sarah ends up. But the one thing I will say, because I want to get into that, is when I heard the thing about, like, well, why would he call if he was in the house? And I was like, that technology was new. Like, and everything that we've been told about Jay is in part that he's kind of like this weird joker. So I could see him in a way... In a way, not saying this is what happened, but like the idea that like Jen's in the living room and he's like, I'm gonna call her from the kitchen. Like, I could, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem completely, completely outlandish. outlandish. Or you don't yeah. keep your phone on you in right. 1999. She's like in the, the bathroom room. and he thinks it's funny to like call her and make her run for the house phone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those things. They had so much fun. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They were having the I mean, best time. Right. It's like it, it, that's so true, and it's so funny because I didn't think of that at all. But that is such a valid point. Like. You are. You're just, like, fucking around. I mean, yeah. it could just be, like, a fucking around call. Right. And, yeah, so, again, not huge, but I'm not just huge. saying, you know, in terms of the weight given to it and the idea of that, like, yeah, it could mean that Adnan does have the phone or he could just be calling from the other room because he thinks it's funny. Like, right. who cares? You know, yeah. it, it doesn't knock me out. But what we do end up getting to and what Sarah gets to and what we clearly, I think, all kind of landed on is everybody's lying. Everyone's lying. And, and it's frustrating. And the whole discrepancy about where the clothes were thrown out. First they threw it out on the, the day before, on the same day. And then it's the next day. day. Like it's at Jay's house. It's his house. It, but it's icy outside. Right. Like whatever. During but an ice storm. I'm going to re-bring up the point that my friend Chris brought up is, remember that it's Steph's birthday? Why aren't they with Steph? <laughs> Why yeah. is he stepping? He's stepping out okay, with Jen first of all, or with drug Jay dealers. didn't even get that girl a present. He got her. He got her. Okay, a here's a thing from Claire. Yeah, after what Adnan was like, "Don't forget to so, fucking get her something because it's your birthday." Dude, I don't believe that story. They were playing. Wait, a but what if that story is true and Adnan is also guilty? It means he was being very thoughtful about his friend's <laughs> gift. And, and murdering, murdering his ex-girlfriend. Yes, exactly. There is so much weird about. Here's this. the thing, you guys. This all boils down to dudes. Being douchey, okay. Dudes suck. Dudes so, being douchey. First wait, of all, your girl, are the worst. Girl goes missing. Two girl, two dudes who are dating her do not call. Oh God. Jay does not, not get, a, get present, a present. Does not get a present for his lady friend. All of it's too a much. girl gets murdered. Anna, Anna is trying to step out with someone that uh, you know, a girl 
whose boyfriend was stepping out on her. So everyone's stepping out. Everyone's, everyone's stepping, stepping out. out. <laughs> it's too much. That's for you, Goots. Yeah. Everyone's uh, stepping out. R.I.P. Goots. Uh, R.I.P. Goots. So um, when when they just say the phrase, what is the utility of which lie? That oh, my God. brings uh, it all together. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, who? That is the rug you, I mean, that ties that's the thing. If there's together. that many lies, how do you even decide which lie is the one that is trying to help the situation or whatever? I mean, it's just a mess. Right. So, I mean, you can try to calculate in your head, but we're we're at the end of the series. Just now you just have to start thinking, what do I think? You know, they, they, they go back into motive really quick. One thing that was new is that Adnan was out of school for two days that week. And so the 13th was a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Friday was the 15th. There was no school. So Jay was out. Was he out on the Thursday, the 14th, because he had just murdered someone? Well, not Jay. You mean Adnan? I mean, sorry, Adnan? Yeah. Was, or was he out Tuesday? No, school was closed the next day. Uh, no. Well, they said, no, only Friday was a snow day. I'm confused Didn't about they the have, timeline now. Wasn't there though, a because... holiday that happens as well? Well, I think the holiday is Monday. It's, Martin Martin Luther King. King. it's Reverend Dr. MLKJ <laughs> PhD Day. That following Monday. Not President's Day? No, that's February. President's Day is in February, correct. Um, gosh, I mean, all of this, I mean, it's really just to me, because I don't want to get it caught up in the minutia of us trying to figure out that yeah. part, but like, it all is just a sign of how confusing and like insane right. all of it is and how hard it is and. You know, like Asia's like, oh, I remember this day because I remember seeing him because then my boyfriend and I got into a fight and I got stuck at his place and there's a snowstorm. Right. And then, you know, even Sarah in this episode is like, oh, so they were throwing things right away the next day during an ice storm. So I mean, it ah, uh, it's all confusing. Yeah, it's all confusing. Yeah. Oh. And and also just because it's an ice storm doesn't necessarily mean that they are trapped inside their houses. No. Well, they could be in somebody's house having a key party, like the movie The Ice Storm. Story oh, the ice storm. Oh, I'll tell you something. I lived in D.C. and they can't handle a drop of water, any precipitation. So if there was an ice storm, they can handle a cool breeze off the Potomac, but not an ice storm. (laughs) They don't have the infrastructure to deal with anything. So if there was an ice storm, conditions, or at least in their heads, sorry, D.C. people. So like apocalypse level, like like people are just like riding the streets. Which also makes you think you don't remember that. Because that area shuts down. Right. With rain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let alone this really bad snowstorm. So that's why I really honestly. Dipti's on like to... her seventh page of notes, by yeah. the way. You can't this see is... this, but Dipti is on her seventh seven. page of notes. If you hear paper noise, it's because Dipti is I'm flipping sorry. through that many noise. No, I love it. I, <laughs> it. It talks, it speaks to your uh, experience as a lawyer. It also is on. A legal pet, essentially. It is. Innocence Project, I see, though. Let's get into that real quick. Right on. Uh, okay. Uh, I... Great. Deidre's back. Very I loved exciting. when she said, Sarah. Sarah. That was another highlight She's for so me. so excited. She's I love that Sarah's so like, maybe excited. this is like her version of excitement, but not journalism version of excitement. Oh, I probably would have like said something news. like that. I've been like, Sarah. And yeah. I was a journalist. I'm like, I what almost felt like about? in that moment, Sarah was just like, Dude, girl, tone it down. Like, this is still she a did. story about a murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was. I mean, like, she doesn't say that, but I feel like that's what her tone evokes. But we do find out about this serial killer that was at work in the area at that time and test his DNA which is something that we're not going to know more about until well after the show airs so we'll be having to check Slate and other places for information and this was the thing that um, Dip and I were talking about in the pre-convo maybe this is maybe this is our little if anything comes from this maybe this is our gateway to S2 you know? Mm, yeah. By S2, I mean season two, you guys. Totes, totes, totes. Totes, oh. totes. All credit to Dipti. Um, and uh, Jessica. And uh, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who's Jessica? <laughs> she invented um, totes. She's fun. Um, so here's the thing, though. They have to not only get this motion um, through the courts to test the DNA, right. but it has to match this person. What are the chances? Right? Yeah. What it's has, a long it's, shot. It's a long shot. And right. I get Deirdre's enthusiasm. Uh, She's just a of sunshine. This I, woman. I understand her enthusiasm. When she said big picture, yeah, I'm glad someone's doing that. That's one more thing. That's one less payphone to not have to find or one right. less mystery, you know? You can also cross off mysteries as you're going somewhere. It's on the path. But 
truthfully, okay, fine. I can move on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think it makes, I know some people that were very upset, like how, how, you know, this woman just say like, oh, like big picture and like write it off that way. But it's like, well, they're going to test it. And that's part of the process that Deirdre talked us through on the episode that she was featured in, which is basically like, they're going to try to get a test on this stuff. And if it hits amazing it hits if it doesn't they're gonna keep digging and think and try to see if they think that his case is worth pursuing so to me it's it's a step in the process and if it happens amazing and if it doesn't they move on in a different way yeah but it's something that we had to acknowledge we had to acknowledge where the innocence project is on this because to introduce them the way that they were introduced you have to and then just not absolutely tie up that and then and then there's another post-conviction uh Thing that's going through for right, bringing up the other letters. thing that was talking about for ineffective already. assistance of counsel. So you know, good luck. I we'll hope, see what happens. I, yeah. I, I want to say, in the end of it all, and then I can't wait to hear your opinions because I'm actually going to make you say one. Um, I don't know if you knew that, but I'm going oh, to. Okay, uh, in time. Barring all those things being in Adnan's favor, I want to say, in my heart of hearts, I wish Adnan were innocent. I think anybody who listens to this, even if they think he's guilty, would like him to be at the very least. They would like him to be innocent. At even the very if it least. just makes the story more interesting, makes mm. it more palatable to have gone through. Yeah. You think you didn't waste your time? I will say that I think that people, not everyone, but I think that there's a good group of people who just want an answer one way or another. Right. Well, I mean, yes, there are definitely you know? those listeners who are like, ah, I thought there would be an answer, and it's right. like, no, there's not going to be. We all gave like, up on an answer a long time. No, no, that's no, true. Yeah. But I'm just saying, what comes some out did not. Yeah. Right. And what, but what comes out from the innocence project? I think some people are just like, look, I don't if I don't think that there's a well, I think that there's also a camp of people who are like, okay, if he's innocent. That's great, but I, I just want to know one way or the other right. whether he did it or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Um, here's why, in a nutshell, I think Adnan did it. Okay. This is from the whole series. He didn't call Hay afterwards. He remembers nothing. His phone was traveling everywhere that day, and he can only say, I was probably here. It was the biggest day of his life. He wasn't trying to remember a day two weeks prior or six weeks prior. He got that phone call from the police the day she was killed. You can remember what you're doing on that day. And we've been through the psychology of this all in all episodes, and I still think all those things, but my takeaway after everything is, uh uh-uh, you gotta remember. You gotta remember something. And another big point is that a good student, someone who also stole money, as much as you can say teenagers steal money, who also smoke pot, maybe did some other drugs, those students could go one of both ways. They can be, eh, that's just a phase, or they can go the other way. And who's to say he wasn't that person who went the other way? He could have. Yeah. I, I talked to a psychologist who said, sure, it can be just a phase, but no psychologist will look at stealing from the mosque as not a red flag. Even if it ultimately it means something, every psychologist will look at it as something to remember. You know, not definitive. Mm-hmm. And I think all that combined... And unless he was framed by the police and all the other things, the the lies, everything right. like that, mm-hmm. the fact that Jay did in the end, ugh, and Jay, ugh, corroborate, I think that Adnan did it. Yeah. I think I'm team Dana in a lot of ways. I mean, she... Too many coincidences. Too many coincidences. Yeah. It's just too much, like... It's true. What a shitty day you would have had Mm -hmm. if you really didn't have anything to do. If you had nothing at all. I'm not saying that it's Adnan's hands that strangled her necessarily because who knows that for sure. But somehow you were involved and so was Jay and maybe Jen also kind of knew. I feel like there's a couple of chefs in this kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... Not to sound like a dick, but, like, Dipti, like, all of your points as to why, like, none of them compel me in any way. Like, all of your reasons why you think he did it. But the thing is, from the beginning, I have thought he did it. Like, I've always thought he did it, but not for the reasons that you're listing. Mm -hmm. The ones that you list, like, I could tell you why I don't think any of those are particularly important. But I do, I have my basic 
position from the beginning and I started listening on the maybe about the fourth week so I like kind of listened to the first three episodes like back to back and that was a Wednesday night and then I woke up and downloaded episode four and the website was glitchy that day and it was kind of a pain in the ass and, and then you got, got Mr. And S episode it, and you're like and I Whoa. listened to the whole thing has always been I think he's guilty but based on that court case I wouldn't have been able to convict which is basically right. where Sarah leaves us like if she's like if I'm a juror I have to acquit do I think he did it I can't say for sure and uh, I know what I'd like it to be but whatever but yeah I don't I don't think I've ever I haven't really changed on that there have been moments of certain things uh over the course of the latter weeks where I've been like well I guess it's plausible that he didn't do it but I've never not thought truly that he was innocent. 100% the student's yeah. innocent yeah I think he, I think he did but I also I think like if we're really breaking down in part which the show has done very well how the process works, how the criminal justice system works. I'm also like, from from what I know of that case, I yeah. don't know how I sit there and go reasonable doubt. Right. Well, absolutely. Although I will say this, I yes, reasonable doubt, but also we have not been given anything that I I feel like we've been given more stuff that says he did it versus oh he definitely didn't do it. Yeah. Like. I, I feel well, like there's nothing on that side of the plate for me. Um, I actually kind of, and I cannot believe that I turned my opinion on this. When even people said this to me, I thought that they were bananas, and I almost What's wanted that? to punch them. I can see now how a jury convicted. Because mm. with Gutierrez's sloppiness, combined with the prosecution's perfectly executed linear explanation of it I can see in my mind that a jury could convict beyond a reasonable doubt would I have done that I can't definitely say that but it's no longer the craziest thing in the world to me uh-huh that's fair also and I in the bonus episode Jen had brought up the OJ Simpson trial and I also think that if you that, didn't listen to the bonus, if you Jen didn't listen to is, the bonus, is an expert on juries, and so we talked to her. You should check it out because it's awesome. Um, yeah, and it sort of got me thinking just about that because it's like, here you are as a person thinking, yes, I, I feel she says it herself. I feel in my heart of hearts that he probably did. But I couldn't convict him based on the information that I've been given. So, yeah. But then, like, think of, like, <laughs> this is so weird. But, like, think of all of the, like, icky feelings people had after the O.J. Simpson verdict. Where everyone was like, oh, yeah, right, the glove. But also, we all know he did it, right? Like, yeah. So, I don't maybe there is, like, a little bit of that that goes on in the group mind of a jury where they're like, okay, look, like, all of the pieces aren't there, but there's enough pieces there. That what we've been given to weigh. what we've been given to work with is what, you know? It's just, yeah, it's just not I crazy feel like to me now. It, to me, it, it brings up the question of, like, reasonable doubt. Like, how much doubt is reasonable doubt? Yeah, that's why I still think like what I understand of it, I I probably wouldn't have well, been able to convict. Beyond reasonable doubt. Beyond you know, reasonable doubt. Yeah, because um, it because it doesn't involve like some insane situation where like an alien abducted him and like took him so like it's not so bizarre. It's just kind of like it's a little bit of like he said he said, and there's a touch of new technology, and that sounds like that was mostly their case. And like for me, I don't. In retrospect, do I know if it would have added up? I don't. But. Right. Even having listened to it and trying to put myself in that mindset, I don't think it would have added up for me. Yeah. Um, for the listeners to Serial who, you know, are irritated that this was the ending, I think that it was almost... I, I'm not disappointed in the ending. I also like the ending of Lost, but... Um, so I'm in that camp. I mean, I didn't hate the ending of Lost. I'll say that. But that is life. Yeah. Of yeah. course. This right. is exactly where I expected it's this show to end movie. up. It's not a movie. It's, yeah. it's, it was a real story that she did in this really novel way. And that's just life. You, you don't solve mysteries. Right. 
No. Most mysteries you probably don't solve. Yeah, that's why there's a show called Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> there you go. There was. And there was, was. And it was great. With it amazing reenactments. Oh, such great reenactments. <laughs> Uh, but the one thing I want to acknowledge before we wrap up, because we're clearly at the end, is uh, the one last time we hear from Adnan, where he is suggesting to Sarah yeah. kind of what route to take, and he's telling her to go right down the middle. Yeah. Which is like... I'm surprised that he said that. It's kind of fair. Is it? You're surprised? Well, because he's I been feel like so of playing her. he's going to be this diplomatic is, about this it. This is how I should act. This is how I shouldn't act. That was so obvious of a plea to say, let them make up their mind. Don't tell them what you think. Because he didn't know oh, if it would go either way. And I'm like, no, I was no, just but he's telling her to say, like, you know, just be in the middle. Right? Mm, I, I was surprised that he asked her I to wasn't do that. surprised. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't. I feel like it, plays it just with seems the like a very diplomatic thing that he would have done. Exactly. Yeah. It's very diplomatic. It also is like, honestly, like, she doesn't feel comfortable on commenting on things that she hasn't been able to really suss out. And she got to the end of, end of this and realized, I can't suss it all out. So what else was going to happen? That's what was going to happen. Right. And if, and if this phone call is that recent, only a few days before this episode was dropped, which is, which it is, which she tells she us in the episode. She essentially begs It was very begs clear to him an that she did not have a definite answer. Yeah. So that's what you she would tell her to do. She is begging for an answer at the beginning of that phone call. And please tell me you remember. Just please. I hey. love that that was just a few days before this episode aired. It just added to the the like oh shit. What, this, yeah. The the form that this right, right, right. series took. Right. Yeah. And uh I don't know again, I really want him to be innocent, but if you if I had to say, I can see how a jury would conceivably convict and if I had to pick, I'd say he's guilty. Right. Along with Jay. They're both like somehow involved yeah. or no. And if Adnan didn't right. do it and he was framed badly and he, but he still can't get out of it, then what was going on in his life? Who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? And I think, you know, there are so many larger implications we can talk about and we are going to talk about them on bonus episodes. Yes. We'll be doing a few more bonus episodes. Yeah, the of aftermath. Really obsessed. The aftermath. Because. I mean, we're all going to be digesting this for a few days, right? God knows the think pieces that we'll all be uh, right, dealing with. Right, right, which I will days. read. Yeah. <laughs> I will read them and I will hate myself for reading some yeah. of them. Um, but yeah, we are going to be doing a few bonus episodes. And in that vein, we want to thank so many listeners to our own podcast, not just to serial fans, but to serially obsessed fans for listening to our show, for downloading our show for sending us tweets and, and emails. emails. And we really want to acknowledge one listener especially. There is a listener. This email stuck out to us because it was very sweet. We have an email from a listener named Anna. And she lives in Bosnia. Her, oh, God, I'm going to say it wrong. Bosnia-Herzegovina. Bosnia-Herzegovina. <laughs> Anna emailed us saying that she listens to our show in part because she pretty much literally has no one to talk to the show about. And Anna, shout out to you Yay, out there. Anna. From Brooklyn, New York, to you out there. We love it. But the, she ends her email by asking us, like, please do more. And we, we just want to say we are going to be doing more. So we're going to do an episode where we kind of review our feelings on the entire episode. We'll talk more about the, the approach to the show, the entire series. Yeah. The implications of the series the itself. The implications, what it means. We're also going to do some bonus episodes with special guests. So please check back for those. If you have friends that have been waiting to listen to the show to binge, because I have a few friends like that, let them know about our podcast. But we're so excited that you've been listening. Shout out to Anna. Shout out to everyone who emailed us. We got a lot of great emails. And you can email us too at seriallyobsessedpod at gmail.com. Again, that's seriallyobsessedpod at gmail.com. Basically the title of the show pod at gmail.com we also have a twitter this one's a little different it's serial obsessed pod because there's a limitation on characters that's twitter's whole thing serial obsessed pod s-e-r-i-a-l-o-b-s-e-s-s-p-o-d that's on twitter so that's an at and you know you can find us on there we also have our personal twitters dipty mine is at totes 1d it is t-o-t-e-s-w-o-n-d-y it's kind of like totally wonderful and ugh, I know, you know totes. it's annoying. You know, totes, 1D. But, <laughs> but it's totes 1D. T-O-T-E-S-W-O-N-D-Y. Feel free to follow me. And Thank you can you. follow me on Twitter at it's DMR. That's I-T-S-D-M-R. Those are my initials. So it's Daisy 
Marie Rosario. I don't use that as a password, so you can know my full name, guys. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. I'm not on Twitter. She's not. She's, like, staying out of it. I'm but not on it. Thank you guys so much. You will be hearing more from us. We love that we've had so many listeners. We are so grateful for this so experience. Grateful. You yeah. guys are amazing. So we hope that you will we check in. We had no in. idea that this was going to do as well as it did we just wanted to talk about it and three friends who do comedy who realized our points of view on this might be kind of particular to what the show was and we'd been wanting to work on a project and this kind of just was a magical experience yeah. so thank you guys so much and uh also thank you again to our sponsors warby oh, parker and audible so you guys are the best warbyparker.com forward slash sop and audiblepodcast.com forward slash sop get your free books get your books get your glasses get glasses and then Listen to a book. Right. You know what I mean? And like, look cool while listening to a book. Yeah. Exactly. It's very Brooklyn. Um, very Brooklyn. But definitely thank you again to our sponsors. Yeah. We really appreciate it so much. Thank you for everyone. And this is not the last you'll be hearing from us. So definitely no. check out those bonus episodes. And you will hear us again. We love you guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.